The headlines tonight. Heatwave blamed on lake of fire. Dragon wins Eurovision after swallowing competition. And cats, are they really what they seem? Really? Have you ever looked at a cat? I mean, really looked. Welcome to the campaign trail. First, our top story. The Rust Belt, an ancient artefact said to awaken an unspeakable power, has been found in the weapons factory of Thrasis. The ramifications of this could be major as the factory itself is, as we have previously pointed out, legs. Our limbs correspondent, Bill Griffin, is on the scene now. Yes, the government has failed to comment so far on the fact that the factory appears to be rising from the ground, preparing to stand on its own two legs. What this will mean for the future of jobs, and indeed the economy, remains to be seen. And can you tell our audience if the legs are wearing trousers? I... I don't believe so. Now, Bill, I need you to be honest with me. Does it have an arse? I'm quitting this job. Okay. You're no fun. Meanwhile, Victrina and Perun have come face to face with members of a faceless corporation. What's more, the main villain of this chapter, Mr Raytheon, has finally made an appearance. Let's jump right back in. We join the action with uh, a big crash through the wall. robot smashing through. She looks at Raytheon, and there's a bit of a tense moment, and Mr. Raytheon says, Oh, is this another member of your negotiation team? Kind of. Oh, wonderful. Please do sit down and boil yourself a glass of water. We do have doors, you know, but I know large chaps like me and you, we can... (laughs) Sometimes it can be a little different. It it does sound like you need some water, a bit, bit hoarse. I mean, not like an actual horse. Oh, not I've as eloquent. eaten plenty of horses in my time. Uh, he does indeed take a, take a drink. The door opens and uh, you see President Springsteam stride in. At... Oh, it's the boss. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? You can't fight in here. This is the war room. This ain't no way to conduct negotiations. Rock'em Sock'em is uh, looking at Mr. Raytheon with uh, glowing red eyes and uh, starts to lift her fists. What do you do? I want to get in between them. Ooh, okay. I don't. It's <laughs> <laughs> a crazy idea. Rockham's eyes meet yours, and then slowly they turn from red to blue. And uh, Sergeant Fenton looks a little confused and starts swaying on the spot. What's going on? Where am I? It's okay. You're, you're, you were just about to hit Raytheon, and I think that wouldn't be a good look for you. Hi, everybody. I feel it's important to say this. And uh, Victorina, you spot Erikina popping her head through the hole in the wall. <clears throat> Sergeant Fenton here turns out to be an assassin called Rock'em Sock'em, sent here to kill Mr. Raytheon. Sorry, Victorina. I know she's your new best friend, but I thought it was best to be honest. Don't you agree? 
Um, it's probably best not to bring a giant thumping murder robot to negotiations. Usually, negotiations <laughs> don't take place at the end of, like, the fists of giant thumping murder robots. It kind of puts a crimp in the whole negotiating thing. That's how negotiations turn to neg no <laughs> So, Lighthouse Steam sends assassins to kill me. Hmm... Well, and you... Well, you know your, old, your own board of shareholders wanted to kill you. We didn't establish that. Oh, they're always trying so to kill me. Just, everybody's trying to kill you. It's, it's obviously just you. You've obviously done something to make yourself very unpopular. Can you think what that might be? Uh, can you make a hmm, some, an intimidation check, I think this is? I think you are. I think you're, you're, you're trying to insult him in some way. No. Uh, he's not particularly intimidated or insulted by your words. I'm not really surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That well, makes sense. You weren't yep. really trying. I thought... I thought I recognised you, Victrina Crusted Glebe. And is it Penon Bazonium? Hi. <sighs> yes, I'm aware of who you are. My brothers died by your hands, is that I wouldn't true? say died. I wouldn't say hands. <laughs> I mean, I think one of them died from having a computer dropped on them quite a long way up, but that, that, nobody was touching it at the time. These things happen, freak accidents. Yes. And I suspect you were hoping for another freak accident in this case, were you? Mm. I was kind of hoping that you'd just die as everybody wants to kill you and that would make an awful lot of people happy. Um, he looks a little bit sad and he sort of sits down and goes, Is it true that people really dislike me so much? Well, yes, because you're you're an insane, crazed war, warmonger who's called the death of thousands. Yeah, can, can I let you in on a secret, Mr. Atheon? Generally, if somebody is responsible directly or indirectly for the death of lots and lots of people when they had the power to stop it they're gonna end up in a lot of difficult conversations mm. they won't get invited to many dinner parties <laughs> oh that's why i have to throw all the dinner parties myself does anybody actually want to come to them oh yes they have to if they know what's good for them well that's not that not really having friends, is it? That's like bullying people into coming to dinner with you. Uh, yeah, he's looking a bit more sad. Can you both make persuasion checks? Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, not as good. Seven. No, no, no. Nine. That's maths. Okay. Um, that's a, still like collectively, that's a, that's okay. Um, Raytheon nods and he says, "So, my work is bad." You think? I think your your work is misdirected, um, sir. I think that if you perhaps put your work your your talents into a slightly different direction, you could find that you could make just as much money and be popular. How about you start selling pens? Suggests Lexi, holding up his bag of pens. They do say I that the pen is really hard. <laughs> the pen is mightier than the sword. Ow. Well, you, uh, this is a lot for me to think about, but weapons dealing has always been my passion. Do you not have any other passions? 
Well, I always wanted to sing, but my lungs just won't allow it, you see. Yes, uh, me, you do seem rather breathless. Um, have you tried new milk for that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. Do you have any? I do, as a matter of fact. Would you like to try some? Oh, yes, of course. And he, he, he takes a swig of your new milk, and uh, he, he nods along quite happily. <laughs> Yes, it's got uh, yes, it's got quite quite a kick to it. That oh dear! Oh, oh, oh my goodness me! <laughs> Try a few notes. Yes. Yes. Absolutely, give up arms doing a bit of singer. Yes, I think you're right. Um, I, I think I. I uh, give me one second. And uh, he presses a button on uh, his magic mirrors. Uh, yes, yes. Is that is that the board of shareholders? Yes, I've decided to resign and become a singer. Is that okay with you? It is. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, oh no. Oh, 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 what's happening? Oh dear, it sounds like you might need a constant supply of new milk in order to get your wonderful voice in check. Uh, you can see that he is starting to shrink. Uh, there is like gas escaping from between the joints in his metal armour. Does the gas and... smell bad? Um, no, it smells like sort of water vapour. Okay. Does water vapour smell of anything? Not really. Not really. No. I was worried for a second. <laughs> the air in Wales. <laughs> uh, and you see like bits of the armour start falling off as he gets smaller and smaller. What do you do? Oh. Um, I give him some more new milk. Uh, you try and fit it into his mouth, but it kind of spills all over him, and he continues to shrink. Oh, what's happening? What's happening? You're going very small. And uh, with the last um, drop, his helmet just falls to the side, and uh, little droplets of water uh, sink into the carpet. Is he dead? Uh, um, Erikina kind of creeps up and goes, well, I certainly didn't see that coming. No, um, me neither. I think he was a water elemental underneath all that armour. Would have been an interesting boss battle. Seems to have been evaporated. She picks up the evaporated, magic mirror and yeah. uh, you can see um, the shareholders, including the one you stabbed, who now has a big bandage on her chest <laughs> and is looking a bit irritated. And uh, she stares out at you as Arakina puts it on speaker. And she says... Thank you. The board of uh, shareholders wants to thank you for your efforts in disposing of the incompetent and disastrous CEO, Mr. Raytheon. Uh, the board has elected a new CEO who will take our company to ever new heights. Uh, I put myself forward as a candidate. Uh, all in favour? And you hear a chorus of... Aye, aye, aye. I accept. Uh, thank you. And uh, Mr. President, I look forward to doing business and you see that she starts to grow and become humongous and wild you feel the ground starts to shake oh dear meanwhile uh the factory rises its knees bending its hips twist twisting the ground cracks, splitting apart as it lifts from its moorings. You can hear the factory equipment smashing and breaking, uh, the crates and supplies oh in the warehouse tumbling. How's it getting, Gar? Uh, it's sort of wiggling itself and kind of uh, seems to be just kind of um, 
flicking its feet up to try and sort of uh, give itself a bit of momentum. Uh, it is struggling to get up, though. Uh, the well, I hesitate to say this, but if it rolls onto its feet, it can then get onto its knees. Stop giving it help, lad. <laughs> Stop helping the legs. <laughs> well. I'm only giving it a hand. We're still inside. No, we're not still inside, are we? No, we stood outside. Uh, the factory workers are all kind of staring in horror. Uh, the police are backing away a little bit. Um, and you hear someone say, Oh no! <laughs> well, there go our jobs, I suppose. Well, I, 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 I doubt that. I doubt that. Um, I think I think that the factory is just coming to a... Oh dear. Relocation. It's a relocation. Yes. Brigadier Lighthouse Steam uh, staggers to your side uh, with uh, another one of his um, uh, subordinates, and he says, Right, Corporal Starmer, chap with the legs there. Five rounds, rapid. And uh, <laughs> you hear a bit of uh, shooting uh, from the police and the other workers as they fire their um, crossbow bolts, and they just kind of ping off the side of the factory walls. Oh dear, I wouldn't be doing that. That's an arms factory. I think you'll find it's an eggs factory. Well... <laughs> I know I what I what mean. My, I think what my friend's saying is it might be full of explosive things. Ah, oh, yes, well, that, that is quite true. What in heaven's name are we going to do, though? Doesn't seem to be going anywhere right now. Maybe it's waiting for the other half. Do you think... Do you think... Try not to, it hurts. But we could take it for a walk. It, it, it uh, sort of towers over you. It's finally sort of got itself up. And it's now just sort of standing still. Two big, big old legs and a... Bum, I, I think, suppose. I think if if Raytheon and the president will not come to negotiate with the factory, maybe the factory can go to negotiate with the president. Do you think you can pilot this thing, Mr. Regante? Well, I don't know. I've got any experience moving things with legs. Apart from myself. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to come up with an idea here. Behind you hear a voice. It's uh, Corporal Clegg, once again, uh, talking to the other workers. And uh, he's saying, I knew this would happen. Raytheon is claiming his factory for himself. He's taking ownership of it. We're just disposable. We're always disposable. We're for the scrap heap. And there's a bit of murmuring. Oh, do be quiet. Uh, some of the workers are kind of looking at you, kind of accusatory. So, it's them. They did this. So where were you, you when we were trying to defend your factory and keep your jobs open? I was trying to negotiate a peaceful settlement, I think you'll find. Were you? Or were you cowering in a barrel like the coward that you are? Listen, what barrels I may or may not have been cowering in is besides points. Lighthouse Steam here put us all in danger with his ridiculous strike. I was trying to make peace. I was trying to find a solution. Well, that didn't work. They were still firing at us. And now you've got a factory that's standing up. I think you're one. Well, what what do you suppose we we should do then? Hmm? You should take after the factory and stand up for yourself. Ooh, that's a good line. Oh, bravo, Mr. Argler. Ah, I quite agree. We are going to take back our factory. We will take our demands right to Mr. Raytheon. This industry is so important to the economy, why don't we see the benefits of that? It's time to be stood up. We have nothing to lose but our good lord, what is that? And you can see a little robot with swords for hands clambering up the leg slightly sneakily. Uh, what do you do? Watch. 
Oh dear. It's that one again, is it? Oh no. We haven't seen that one before, have we? No. Uh, Timmy is uh, looking up in kind of wonderment and saying, uh, he tugs on your. Uh, I don't know, does Aquilab have sleeves or is he, is he bare armed? If it's really, really warm, then he's not got sleeves. Alright, he, he tugs on your um, belt buckle or something. Uh, and he says, C- can we can we have a climb too, Mr. Aquilad? It looks like fun! Aye, why not? Let's go see what it's like up there, from the top. Can you both make, uh, ooh, is it acrobatics? Or athletics, I think, for climbing, isn't it? Athletics for climbing... I got a 15. Oh, that's alright, yeah, you, you managed to, to scamper your way up. Uh, Pen. Can I go inside again? Uh, yeah, sure. You uh, head in through one of the windows, I suppose, because uh, the doors are now in the ground. Uh, it's all a bit of uh, in disarray, like all the tables it's and chairs and things. Piggledy. Yeah, everything's kind of um, horizontal. Uh, everything that wasn't nailed down is kind of um, smashed around everywhere. Temerity, help me. Have a look around and see if there's like a an old pilot room. Uh, she darts off. Do you want to make uh, animal handling? Oh, not 20. Oh, yeah. She goes um, uh, hopping around and uh, she sniffs out a uh, like a ventilation duct. And uh, through it, you can see a set of ladders uh, that head up through the legs. And she gives you a little... Oh, dear. Ducts. <laughs> Why does this have to be ducks? <laughs> At least it's not ducks. <laughs> uh, it could have been. <laughs> it could have been a cupboard full of ducks. Um, you go crawling into the ducks. Meanwhile, um, Aguilat uh, and Timmy, as you reach the top, uh, you get a bit of a, a bit of a breeze up here. Um, uh, Slice and Dyson uh, is heading towards uh, the Rust Belt buckle, uh, and you can see that there are lots of controls on the, this side of it. Uh, but Slicem is kind of looking at his sword hands and going, "Ah, oh, this is going to be. I, I can't control it with these. This is ridiculous. I should have thought this through. I should have thought it through." Need him, lad. Mm, I would require assistance in making the legs move. They must be taken to the upper city so that we may destroy Raytheon. Well, I've never done anything like this before, but I'm always willing to try. Mm, these levers here control the knees. These levers here control the shins. These levers here control the feet. And he sort of points to more various parts of them that control the various... Did you ever play Quop? Don't even know what that is. It was a game of trying to control a um, a runner uh, where uh, the buttons Q, W, O and P uh, controlled the various limbs oh. of... Uh, like the various joints and it was the, almost impossible. They've got that at the National Video Game Museum. Ah, oh, it's a very difficult it and almost impossible game. It is absolutely impossible. It's frustrating. Rachel was sat there giggling at it for minutes, <laughs> just looking at the limbs flailing. Yeah. So it seems to be kind of like that. So yeah, yeah, slice and goes. Now, if you move this lever, we may get started. I do as I've been instructed. Uh, you move uh, the lever and uh, one of the uh, knees lifts up and you almost fall back. Make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, you go sliding uh, down the um, the top of the um, pants, I guess, 
Uh, Timmy uh, rushes over and uh, grabs you just before you fall off, though, uh, because that would probably have been a uh, character death if you'd fallen off from this height. Uh, and he's. Oh, it's going to be probably about 40 feet. I can I can survive that is, without taking any damage. It's taking me a couple can of you? minutes. I, 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 I reduce the damage taken from a fall by twenty. Oh, I'm just scared of six, And as he's, no, I'm scared of flying. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> and, and damage is a d6 per ten feet, if I remember rightly. Yeah, you could just about survive that. Um, but still, I think Timmy has still caught you <laughs> out of courtesy, if nothing else. Thanks, um, lad. And you're dangling off. Uh, Slicem uh, starts trying to push the levers with his sword hands uh, sort of tentatively to try and get it in the right order but it kind of flows back the other way and uh, you almost hit your head on the floor. I won't make you roll again for this. Uh, Pen, as you're climbing up uh, it, uh, you feel the um, thing. I'll say it was the other leg that moved so that you don't have to do this but you feel a bit of a jolt uh, as you're going. Uh, is Temerity climbing with you, or is she just sitting on your head? More than a bit of a jolt. <laughs> I think Temerity is probably a little further. Uh, up. Do you do anything to try and make your uh, ascent easier? I, I, I wouldn't know how to make anything easier. <laughs> I've never made anything easier in my life. Uh, do you have a light? Because it's going to be quite dark in this. Duct. Oh, I can see. Oh, you can see in the dark. I have dark. Um, I, I think like you. Almost like a tube map on the wall, uh, you can see that's kind of pointing you in the direction uh, of upwards. Uh, and I think on this, uh, you do see like um, points of connection on the top that would uh, connect the legs to the body. Um, but you also see some like scratch marks in the walls that uh, uh, you sort of deduce were probably made by. Um, Slice and dice them as they were crawling through the ducts. I cast light um, anyway, and I can see these a little better. Yeah, you can see that they're a little bit mad, these scratches, in that he sort of like carved words here and there that words, not a lot of words, just like words like kill and destroy and uh, Raytheon and and that <laughs> name has been like scribbled and crossed out and then there were little pictures of like knives Raytheon going into the giant's head uh, and oh things like that oh dear I think we're dealing with a disturbed mind here temerity wow oh dear well at least I can see where I'm going <sighs> Oh, I'm not enjoying this. Uh, you, <laughs> you continue to climb up. Um, what was Penn's um, education in things like moving skeletons well, like? I, I understand how everything connects and how you're supposed to make things move because otherwise you wouldn't be able to make skeletons walk, would you now? Not that I can, mm. but, you know, I, I kind <laughs> of understand how you're supposed to do it. Okay, so I think like Pen probably has a rudimentary understanding of like basic what a skeleton yes. looks like, and you know the it's, leg it's bone connected to the knee bone, the head bone connected to the coccyx, This is a long way from little bones. As you are sort of uh, climbing up, um, what were like? Did Pen's mum try to teach him how to do these sort of oh, basic yes, necromancy things? What were those lessons like? Well, at first, I kind of enjoyed them, but I wasn't yet anywhere, and then we were starting to get a bit 
and tedious, a bit frightening, uh, because, uh, well, when you can't do what your mother wants you to do, um, it, uh, well, it can get a little bit, well, disappointing. Mm. I'm imagining her sort of standing back, arms folded, watching you, like, trying desperately to move some skeletons, and they're just sort of resolutely just uh, lying on the floor, not moving. Well, I know how they're supposed to move, but it's like that computer game. <laughs> Sometimes so do, do they move at all? Do they just sort of flail about, or, or do they not move? Well, mostly they didn't move, even, yeah. even when I poked the table with my knee. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, we'll get a flashback just of, of your mother looking very disappointed and irritated um, as you... Uh, like try and um, yeah kick the table or, or or something to make it and go oh look it moved it moved. She kept telling me I took after my father. Where is Penn's father at this point? Uh, at this point, he's quite possibly sat in the kitchen, um, staring at sunflowers and giggling. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, your um. Uh, knowledge of skeletons, I think, helps you uh, navigate your way up, and you pop your head out of a um, little hatch uh, just as um, Timmy comes sliding past you uh, with Aguilad uh, in tow. Uh, as the legs start moving uh, from one uh, one way than the other. Um, oh dear. I was expecting to come out in the groin, but here we are. <laughs> uh, as you get up, uh, can you make a dexterity saving throw, Ben? Probably not. <laughs> That's an oh, eight. No. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, you go flying towards the edge and um, slice and dice and dives after you and uh, stabs his sword through your cloak and Ooh. just about pins you in, in place. Oh dear. Uh, Thank you very much, Mr. Slice and Dyson. You, know you are welcome. Do you know I have the spell cause fear, but I don't think I need it anymore. <laughs> you can change it to cause beer after this. I think that would be a good spell. Victrina and Perrin, uh, the walls seem to be almost crashing around you, uh, and the floor is shuddering. President Springsteen uh, collapses as a bit of uh, ceiling comes crashing down onto him. Uh, what do you do? I go to help him up. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll say you can do that. You, you just uh, brush away some of the debris. And go, it's all over. My re-election dreams are in the toilet. What can I do now? Biggest industry in our nation is about to become a hostile entity. I got no choice. No choice. You understand me? And he, like, grabs your lapels and kind of pulls you closer. I gotta order the cops to end the strike with full force. No, 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 that's no, not a don't. good idea. Do you, that, that's... do you want to be a hero to your people? Well, have you not considered that the people, the vast majority of people, are the people who work in the factory? I can't just let this industry up well, and walk uh, away from us. Workers' rights, workers' yes. rights, workers' rights. Listen workers to the civilians. Yes, workers', workers right. Give the workers' workers rights. Rights. Give right. them a holiday. Give them a pay rise. Give them proper health and safety. Give them paternity give them pay. Give, yes, give them paternity and maternity pay. You know. And they will support and love you. And then you will be able to do more things. 
Have you ever seen anybody in a workplace where they thrive? It's been a long time. I'll admit that. Think, cast your mind back to the to those murky waters, if you will. What made it so good? They weren't under so much pressure. But I was a young robot back then. The economy's different now. The economy's different, but people are the same. People will work harder and give you their loyalty if they get something in return. Uh, Make a persuasion check. Both of us, or...? Yeah, both of you. Yeah. Well, I have got 19. Listen listen to Merit. Uh, Yeah, the president, he nods. Yeah, it's all very well for me to say that, but if they ain't got no jobs to go to, what's the point of them rights? What can I actually physically do? Could you take your machinery of war and turn it to another industry? Like singing. Like singing. <laughs> I think uh, you could have an illustrious music career ahead of you. Thinking about the struggles of the working class man as if you understand it. Their entire negotiating position is bolstered by my police force. I'm sure they'll take that into account. I think you should tell your police force to stand down. Erikina uh, pikes her head up and goes, Nope, 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 Shut nope, up. nope, nope. Bad idea. He asked you, listen to me. I was supposed to be helping Mr. Raytheon. I have a right to speak here. Mr. Raytheon has been shrunk to nothing. Which is what I suggest you do with your Yes, voice. well, there's a new Raytheon now. And I'm sure she's very reasonable. I'm sure she isn't. I think people don't grow to become arms giants by being reasonable. They grow to become arms giants by being bastards. Sergeant <laughs> uh, uh, Fenton uh, sort of grabs you both by the hands and goes... Um... I think we need to be getting out of here. Things are moving alarmingly. That's true. Okay. Things are moving rather alarmingly. Wait, alarmingly? We're not in the arms, are we? <laughs> no, I think it's one of the shoulders. Uh, she uh, helps you sort of sh- um, shove through uh, one of the doors and into the corridor. Uh, you see a set of filing cabinets come rushing past, and you just kind of back up against the wall as they go zooming by. Uh, and then crash against another wall. Down the corridor, you see uh, the conference room where the board of shareholders had been before. Uh, the table is smashed, and uh, you can see this like smoke rising from a burnt-out teleportation circle in the carpet. Uh, but you also see like more broken walls, uh, as if something had been crawling its way out. You. The shareholders are very creepy. <laughs> yes, they might be back someday. Shh. You uh, overhead, you can see um, what looked before like the sort of uh, fluorescent lights. Uh, you can now see the more kind of like power conduits, and you can see that uh, there's a glow that's sort of heading uh, down in one direction. Fenton says, "If we follow that way, it'll take us to where the power is going, or we could follow it back to where it's coming from." And that way we can destroy the source of the power and feel like heroes. So the question is, do we go to the head or the heart? Heart, heart. No, 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 don't listen I to me. Think I, we, I think we should heart. find the source of the power and destroy it. As you said, whether that is in the head or the heart. Uh, you go marching down the corridor. Uh, again, like, it, it moves and it crunches and... Uh, Bits of wall are flung at you. Uh, can you both make dexterity saving throws? No, I can't. Right. Oh no. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, uh, okay, I think Perrin's okay. Uh, Victorine to take one point of uh, falling damage as uh, you are slammed against a wall. Um, but it's not too bad. 
uh, you follow the energy down uh, a corridor and it comes to uh, the place where you first met uh, Mr. Springsteen, uh, where all these wires kind of all come together in the, the heart of the machine. Uh, and right in the heart of it, you can see a place, like a niche, where there is a shape of a heart, but there's nothing in there at the moment. Is this this heart of fire thing that's missing that Darnoth may or may not have acquired during some kind of colonial oppression bust? Yes, that is exactly the case. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it might be. So, yeah, you can see this uh, space where a heart should be. Uh, it seems like there's still some residual power left in the conduits. Uh, what do you do while you're here? Hmm. Can I? What? Is there anything? Any switches that we can throw? In the chair that you had seen uh, Mr. Springsteen sitting in when you first came here, uh, in like the arm of it, you can see a little control panel there. Can I go and poke it? Uh, you can. Uh, a little screen pops up. Uh, and you can see the upper city uh, out of it. Uh, you can see a lot of people down below uh, sort of screaming and running away. Uh, and you takes a minute to realise that you're looking out of the robot's eyes. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Oh, can we power the robot? You can certainly try. Uh, make okay, an intelligence uh, check. Okay. Well, that's a two. Uh, you press buttons and it all goes dark. Um... <laughs> Do you just turn all the lights on? Um, I think I turned the windscreen wipers on. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I definitely think the windscreen wipers come over the eyes. <laughs> um, I'd also like to know that I'm now sitting in the chair cross-legged. Yep, yeah, as you sit <laughs> sit in the chair, um, on the other arm rest, you can see, like, more controls there as well. I poke those two. Uh, make an intelligence check again. <laughs> I'm, I'm wincing. Every time, every time they press natural twenty. Like, oh, okay. Uh, See, I know what I'm doing. Are you okay, sure? I think the. Are you sure yes. You know what you're doing? You're not just no. Hitting buttons at random and hoping that something happens. That's how I get through life. Pen and Aguilad, as the legs start striding up to the upper half of the city, uh, and people are kind of diving out of the way. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, how are you trying to help it ag- avoid s- squishing people? I'm not. I'm just shouting from the top. Get out of the way! <laughs> Incoming oh. legs. Whoa. Do you make any attempt to try and use the control panel pen? Well, um, if I can stay upright, then yes. Uh, make an intelligence check. Nineteen plus intelligence. So. Okay, I think that like, you grab the various levers, and uh, with your, again, like. Some of the theory that you learned about moving skeletons starts to come back to you, and uh, you actually find it kind of easy. Uh, like now that you actually do have some form of control, even if it is via these um, levers, uh, the theory is all there. And but now that you actually have a, a way of doing it, uh, it doesn't take you very long to sort of get the hang of it. And you're kind of you're making these legs groove down the streets. They're doing a little bop. As they go. Oh. <laughs> Are they walking down the street like John Travolta at the beginning of Saturday Night Fever? Yeah. It turns, out, it turns out these legs were made for walking. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed they were. Um, were they born to well, run? I don't know. Let's see if I can well, press the buttons any faster. <laughs> I think I'll carry over your very good role. And yeah, they do start to run up 
uh, up through the city, uh, gracefully avoiding all important be- buildings and uh, even the non-important buildings. Oh, uh, stepping in, Mr. Um, Agrilad, this is like a walk in the park. <laughs> Uh, as you reach the upper half of the city, uh, you see the um, the torso and head of Vultrazord. Uh It turns its head towards the legs, uh, and then, uh, thanks to Perrin's magnificent piloting skills, uh, it lifts itself up with its hands, uh, pushing up, and it starts walking with its hands towards the legs. I think we should get off this thing now before we get squished between the two arms. Oh, I don't know. This is going to be a meeting of... Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, do you jump off or do you go through one of the uh, little um, hatches that Pen came through? I'm going to go inside. Okay. Pen? I'm, go- I'm going to duck down. I assume that the, 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 the controls are in a little recess. Uh, yes, they are. I think, like, you did see on the little diagram, I think you saw that there was a recess here uh, for someone to pilot um, the the machine. And uh, Perrin, with your, again, also uh, equally uh, ridiculous role, uh, you managed to uh, pull the uh, arms up to the um, top of the legs, and then it lifts itself up, and then click, 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 there's a, a spray of smoke and a glow surrounds the gigantic robots. And then, slowly, its voice booms. You see Pen's head uh, appear in one of your little screens as he is controlling the legs and you are controlling the body. Hey, hey, I know him! <laughs> Hi, pal! Um, this is weird. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, oh, no, that's a lie. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm very competent. Are you sure? I, 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 I'm not too sure even, but we seem to have pulled ourselves together. Uh, hey! Outside Perrin, you can see um, a figure is growing, uh, their shadow is rising, and slowly Mrs. Raytheon, or Miss Raytheon, uh, stands before you, the new Raytheon, and she glares and says, Greetings, I am Miss Raytheon, and who might you be? Me? Whoever is piloting this ridiculous setup. Ooh, that's me. I think, is that me? We are Ultrazord, fear us. I think you'll find that you belong to me. That's my factory you're walking on. I think you'll find it belongs to the workers. And the workers united can never be divided. I think you'll find that this strike is now over and that your workers will surrender. Now be a good little creature and stand down immediately. Perrin, hey, fuck you. The giant robot punch the giant giant. (laughs) Oh, let me see. Okay, so I think based on what happened when I did that with that, I I do. And I uh, press a button. Make an intelligence check again. Okay. I'll give you advantage because, like, you, you've you started to work it out. 
That's going to be a 14. All right, you make it um, strike out and 14. I'll call that 14 versus AC. Um, okay. Which does not hit, uh, but does Damn. clang off the side of its um, armour. Uh, and then you see, like, the armour is very similar to the one that covered uh, the old Mr. Raytheon. And this new Raytheon, you know, just brushes it off and says, The workers will now have 12 hour shifts, no pay rises. This shameful strike must be punished. If they refuse, I shall have Mr. Springsteen to send his forces in again, and we shall have to replace the entire workforce. Who do you think is going to work for you under those conditions? They will beg to work for me. I, I, I don't think that's how it works. We are the biggest industry in this nation. We control the economy. Everyone will work, or they will starve. The thing about the economy is sitting right in the middle of the word is a con. <laughs> Ooh! And this industry is Thank stood you. up in front of you and giving you two fingers. Perrin, make a check to, to, to make it do the fingers. Okay, intelligence again? Yeah. Okay, you're the nice dice to me today. I've got a seven. Uh, it just kind of flails a hand. I, I think what I actually do is I, I do the Vulcan salute. <laughs> Which happens to be offensive to giants, it seems. Uh, uh, Raytheon uh, does not like that and winds up and takes a swing. Uh, and that's going to be 20 versus AC, which does hit. Uh, so can you all make dexterity saving throws? Try. Oh, natural 20. Ooh, you're good. <laughs> Six. Uh, yeah, you fall over. Natural 20. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, so, Victrina, uh, take another two points of falling damage as you go careening through the, the, the heart room. Falling over all over the place. Who is this? Person. This person used to be the head of the board of shareholders who were a bunch of creepy, faceless voices weirdos. Uh, and we accidentally shrank Raytheon to like the size of a micro dot and he disappeared. Um, and then she rose up to take his place, so she's the new Raytheon. Accidentally shrank Raytheon. Yeah, uh, we gave him some... You can tell me about that later. We gave him some For new now, milk. Let's deal with the <laughs> shrank, idiot. Shrank and disappeared, so maybe spr- spraying this woman with new milk would help. Do it. Can we? Can we make? Can we piss new milk? <laughs> like does 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 vodka tonic have milk sprayers? Uh, I think from your position, uh, Perrin, uh, mm-hmm. one of your screens has a little map of uh, Voltresword. And you can kind of um, open up a little path so that uh, Victrina could go out and stand on the shoulders if she wanted and and fire from there. I'm well, glad I'm standing on the shoulders and not, you know, anywhere else that, you know, anything might squirt from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not well, I, I pass that information along to you. Uh, do you uh, go? Do I still have the milk gun? I think you do. And it still has one shot in it, doesn't it? Ooh, right. I'm, I'm going to go up and balance on the shoulders and try and shoot her with the milk gun. Uh, we'll come back to that. Um, Agrilad, what are you doing? You're you're inside. I'm you don't climbing really back out of the inside once I know mm-hmm. it's safe. I think I might be better served up top, helping Perrin like do the dodgy things. All right. Um, I think that uh, you're going to have to sort of con- consult with um, uh, Pen on uh, the logistics of how to get up there, and uh, Perrin's also going to help you via. 
stone of fast speech to kind of give you directions. Uh, can you make an intelligence check, I think, just to see how quickly you can get yourself up there? Ten. It's going to take you a while. So <laughs> You go right by the bus. What's a bloody ventricle? It's the third rib on the left. It's the third rib on the left and straight on until morning. Is that your left or my left? <laughs> well, yes. That's not helping. Uh, Raytheon's going to wind up and take another shot. Uh, that's going to be 19 versus AC, which is again going to hit. Can you all make dexterity saving throws? 13. Uh, 13. Natural 20. Uh, you're fine this time. Non-natural right. 20. Ooh. Uh, Perrin, uh, you tumble out of the seat. <gasps> yeah. Ow. Uh, Ow. Take one point of falling damage. Okay. And the... Um, the robot sort of uh, staggers a bit, oh dear. Uh, almost if it's about to fall over. Pen, you've got control of the legs. Ooh. Whoa! I should, I should try and counterbalance. Uh, make an intelligence check. Twenty-one. Yeah, you just about managed to keep it steady. Um, below, you can sort of see uh, Perrin as you scramble back into the chair. Below, you see like civilians are, are kind of fleeing the um, this part of the city. Uh, and some of the police are starting to show up, but are keeping quite a distance. I would like, to, I uh, would like to shout. I would like to shout if I can shout loud enough. Brigadier, here's your target. How about we end this episode with roll <laughs> okay. for initiative? <laughs> Campaign Trail Referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, Stephen Poor as Penrigante, Joanne Hall as Victrina Crusted Grieve, and S. Naomi Scott as Agrilad. Diana Croft was the newsreader, Landon Cole was the brig, Louis Bermendez was President Springsteen, and Sarah Smith was Fenton. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can support The Campaign Trail by going to patreon.com slash thecampaigntrail. We have special perks, such as our exclusive Discord server, early access to episodes, and the chance to have your own D&D character appear in the show. You can follow The Campaign Trail on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, soundcloud.com forward slash drawcorner, and wherever you find podcasts. So, until next time, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure.